Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am here on this beautiful Sunday, January 17th. Really excited about today's uh, slate in football, basketball, and golf. Uh, we got some great live action in all three, and uh, I'll be focusing on this podcast on the four-game main slate that starts at 7 p.m. tonight. <clears throat> we have a great slate, uh, very interesting, really uh, the Joker being the only huge buy-up play, and there's a ton of mid-priced guys. So, you know, I've been riding a fairly good streak this week. Uh, with more of the Stars and Scrubs build, but as I uh, broke down this slate today, uh, it's going to be more of a medium build for me. So looking forward to that. Those are sometimes easier than trying to scratch every piece of value uh, out there. So uh, today I'm solo, back with Andrew Monday through Friday starting tomorrow, but for now it's just me, uh, Coach Wooden, Dirk, and uh, you know those two guys, don't you, Kobe and Michael? So uh, they'll, they'll be helping me whispering in my ear uh, about, uh, you know, some of the picks here in the NBA today. All right, <clears throat> let's go right on. And again, still the scratchy throat. Feeling good. Thank you for all the well wishes out there. Appreciate it. Uh, but just still not 100% not cleared up yet. So I don't have quite the, I got a little bit of the, rumbles here, uh, it sounds like when I'm talking, so I apologize for that in advance. Um, okay, we are going to start off right off the bat with the 7 o'clock game, which is very interesting because Mr. Joel Embiid is not playing. So we've got uh, Philadelphia at Oklahoma City, and according to betus.com.pa, uh, one of our partners and sponsors, uh, it is Philly minus three, and the total is 219. So we've got a pretty tight pack of over-unders today, which makes it, uh, you know, less obvious for games to uh, stack. So uh, better for even more uh, breakdown here. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. Philadelphia is the sixth best defensive efficient team in the league. However, without Embiid on the floor, that drops significantly. Um, I think Embiid has a good chance, first or second team All-NBA uh, defense this year. And uh, I would say that six drops more down to like about a 10 or 11. So keep that in mind when we're looking at, of course, my Oklahoma City Thunder that I always uh, make uh, a little fun of because I think their roster is so bad. Um, <clears throat> the defense efficiency for Oklahoma City is 18th, so a little below normal. But here's what makes you want to play this game. There are a lot of DFS points in usage could be had by Philly uh, with and beat out. And uh, the pace of play, Philly's fourth, and Oklahoma City is 14th, believe it or not. So they're better than average with that team that you would think would slow it down. So it's worth a look here. A uh, couple of things uh, to mention. Uh, let's take a look at the latest injury report. And I norm. Uh, and what I'll do is, I think I'm just going to go over that real quickly here. Um, <clears throat> I've been doing that in advance, and it seems to help as we're going through the game. So 
Uh, let's talk about, again, we're, we're the main slate only, the four games in the afternoon. Um, I'm sorry, in the evening. There are two early games, though. Uh, and if you're interested in playing those, I will be giving out um, lineups for the, uh, the early game, two early uh, game slate, <clears throat> which is the Knicks and Celtics at one and the Bulls and Mavericks at three. So uh, members only jump in Discord. And if you want to become a member, dfscoachtalk.com. We would love to have you and uh, have you join our community. We, we've been hammering it. We did great on the early card yesterday uh, as well. So, okay. Um, back to the injury report. <clears throat> and let's review that shortly here. We've got Patrick Beverly confirmed in. Uh, he had personal issues uh, last game. Lou Williams is still listed as questionable, so we got to keep an eye on him. Hassan Whiteside, just been a dumpster fire this year. He's questionable, along with Marvin Bagley. So we want to keep that news uh, in hand because that really boosts up uh, their inside players uh, big time that, uh, uh, you know, with those two guys out. So Derek Favors is probable for Utah. Uh, Joe Ingles remains out. Uh, for the for the Pacers, uh, Karis Levert will be out. Uh, I don't know if you heard the news, but I'll share that. Is uh, they found a a small mass on his kidney when they were doing the uh, uh, physicals for the trade. Uh, so it's uh, really uh, terrifying. So prayers out to the to Mr. Levert and his family. That is really scary for a guy that was just you know blooming into a superstar in this league. So uh, it doesn't affect the Harden trade, but the Levert trade was separate with Houston and Indiana. So uh, that trade could be in doubt, um, but we hope not. Uh, and we'll see if Oladipo gets sent back to Indiana or if this deal is able to go through. Okay, Lonzo Ball remains out, which definitely changed the rotation uh, with the Pelicans. We had uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, two games ago, crush it. The last game, highly owned, did not get it done at all. So the question will be, where are we going to go with that one? Gary Harris is in, so that's great news. And then we have uh, Al Horford remains out for Oklahoma City. No timetable of return. So that brings in some of, some of those uh, bigs from... Uh, OKC, unfortunately. And so we'll go over those. And then there's a plethora of news in those early games because there's some of the COVID teams, but we'll uh, we'll take a good look and uh, for, with, with the members there in Discord on those early ones. Um, the only other ones, it looks like Simmons and Heald will play. And uh, it looks like Eric Bledsoe will return uh, now for New Orleans, which you know, muddles up that backcourt with Walker and Hart and everybody a little bit more. All right, that's what we have for player news. Let's get back to game one where we were and look at that breakdown. So we know Philly is a road favorite here. The Thunder, you know, have, have a de decent record. They're six and six, which is to me incredible with the roster they have. Philly's nine and five. Obviously, with Embiid off the floor, 
Um, there is some usage to go around. Now, Dwight Howard did a heck of a job. Mid-30s minutes, uh, you know, smashed value, and now it's a back-to-back. -back. Can, can they get that kind of uh, production from, from uh, Mr. Howard in a back-to-back -back like this? Oklahoma City's inside players, uh, especially without Horford's experience in there, is really super thin. So, you know, Howard had, I believe, 16, 17 rebounds yesterday. You know, he's a great value still. They haven't really adjusted his pricing. And, you know, you've got to have him as the very first guy that you consider putting in there. Hard to believe in 2021, my first recommendation for the day is Dwight Howard. I would, didn't see that coming, but, you know, he's going to have the, the get, be on the floor. He's going to get the usage. And, you know, uh, they expect Embiid, expected Embiid to miss two games. So these are the two. And if Howard can just step it up, they certainly can rest him uh, the next go around when Embiid is back. So, you know, I mean, it's it's not a, a, a completely blind smash play being that it's a back-to-back. -back. But Howard playing mid-30s minutes is going to probably get, you know, the same type of rebounding. You know, and he did the old Dwight Howard two for eight from the foul line in the, this last game. So if he can improve on a few of those things, uh, it's hard not to pay down to him because uh, it opens up, you know, a lot of opportunity. And there's value in this slate, but, you know, you have to pick and choose what that is. So certainly Howard is in play for me. Um, I like Tobias Harris a lot here, too. I mean, he didn't have his best game at all yesterday, but... You know, they go to him. He's the go-to guy when Embiid's out, and he takes all the big shots. He had the ball in the last possession and stepped on the baseline, so he had turned it over. He didn't really look sharp in stretches and still had a decent DFS night. So Tobias at his price is definitely one of my favorite plays on the slate. Um, you know, Oklahoma City plays fast enough that, you know, I think there'll be decent amount of possessions here and uh, definitely think Tobias is in a smash spot. Um, the other guys, I mean, you, you got to talk about Shake Milton. I mean, he's doing it multiple games in a row now and he did it off the bench. So they, you know, and that probably is going to stay the same because, you know, that seemed to work and it's hard uh, not to consider him. He's He's gone like 9x, 10x in some of these games, you know, where he's thrown up 30 plus real points and just looks like he's in control out there. Very, very impressed with him. So, you know, I'm going to keep him certainly uh, in my uh, in my look here. I, I like him. I think, again, if he comes off the bench, it'll deter a little bit of ownership. I'm not going to Ben Simmons. You know, I, I'll tell you, man, it's it's hard to take Simmons when he really, truly, and I know I say this a lot, and he's a great player and all-star and everything else, but he can't shoot. He he had a, a dead nuts three, wide open, nobody around him, and I'm not joking. It was three feet to the right. I mean, it wasn't even in the vicinity. Uh, total air ball. Just, he is so uncomfortable, more than like six, eight feet away from the basket at the most. So, yes, great guard finisher at the rim, very slick, gets steals, but for his price and the fact that, you know, he, if he has the ball, if he's not driving to the hoop, 
uh, you can't feel great about it. Now he does deliver it, et cetera, et cetera. But I just, you know, it's hard to stomach to pay that kind of money for a one dimensional player. And, you know, as good as he is, that's, that's what he is. So um, for me, again, I, I love Harris. Howard's certainly in play. And I think Shake Milton deserves a consistent look here as we go. Um, <clears throat> on the Oklahoma City side, it's pretty much been the Shea Gilgis Alexander show. Um, now, what I will say is Ben Simmons is a really good defensive guard, and I think he locks Shea down in this game. Um, and I like the fact that it's only a three-point spread, and without Embiid, there's a chance, a good chance that it won't blow out. But I think they hold Shea down. Uh, ben does a great job on him, and Shea's price is high. So the question is, where else can you go with, with the Thunder? Well, since uh, Horford's been out, uh, Isaiah Roby, for the cheap price that he is, um, really does, you know, gets minutes. And when he's in there, he makes things happen. He rebounds, he blocks. You know, he's not going to break the slate, but if you're looking for another value big, uh, he certainly is an option. And I believe he's power forward eligible on FanDuel. So it gives you a few options there. Uh, Lugans Dort went berserk the last game. He, he had put a 50 burger on the board after multiple games in the teens. So, you know, I, I, with Horford out, I know Dort gets a lot more rebounds and, you know, that's why I considered him the last game, which I would have pulled the trigger on it. But, you know, 50 is definitely a ceiling for him, but I mean, if he was going to get 50 at his price, he'd take him. There's certainly going to be some regression there. Um, you know, Howard is a good rim protector. Uh, Tobias Harris defends well. Danny Green defends well. Ben Simmons defends well. So not going the door bandwagon. I think you'll have some people jump on it since he did put up the 51 uh, fantasy points last time. Um, not comfortable with Hill at this point. Darius Baisley is a nice GPP play, not cash, too inconsistent. But man, the, the kid can jump out of the building and he has a lot of skill. So uh, I have no problem uh, dialing him up in a GPP, but not real comfortable uh, in a cash game. All right, game two of this sharp little four game schedule. It is an eight o'clock game. So we have a seven and eight, a nine and a 10. So that's a great stagger for watching some hoops uh, this evening. I'm excited about that. Um, that'll, that'll help trying to view everything. Last night was amazing. I was trying to watch the Gulf because we have guys really in contention there a little bit, you know, and it moves so slow compared to the other sports you're trying to flip around. Uh, we had, you know, Andrew and Shane give out our NFL lineups and boy, they, they did a great podcast for today. It's already posted uh, on YouTube. Check that out uh, for the two NFL games today. And then trying to watch all those basketball games that started at the same time. It was like uh, overload uh, trying to see everything out there. But um, this will be better tonight in the NBA with the four staggered starts, which is good. All right, Utah-Denver. Very interesting game. Uh, Denver's only a one-and-a-half-point favorite. The total is only 219. Uh, Utah, like normal, is fifth in defensive efficiency. Denver's all the way down to 24th, which is why 
Uh, they are only six and six, which is better than they were. Utah somehow has managed to get to eight and four, and I don't think anybody really realizes that. Haven't heard much from them. They don't normally smash anything on the slate. Um, you know, here's the problem. Utah's paying, playing at the 22nd pace and Denver 25th. So you got two teams that don't like to push the ball. Utah playing really good defense and a low number. So it's this is not a game that I am going to focus on at all. Um, the Joker is going to be highly owned because he's the only true pay-up guy on this slate. And there is enough value that you can make him fit. However, I am going to fade the Joker today. Uh, I've played him quite a bit lately and deservedly so. I mean... This year, the way he's playing, he's in shape. I think he dropped, had to have dropped a good 30 pounds. He looks good. He's a phenomenal all-around player. But there's, two, you know, I just don't want to pay up for that 11,000 price. I want to be able to build a, a solid medium build without any scratch players at the bottom. And he is facing a great Utah defense with the two-time NBA Defensive Player of the Year and Rudy Gobert, the Stifle Tower. So. You know, that's going to deter a little bit of that inside uh, the paint, rebounds, and putbacks. Again, with his ability, uh, you know, to uh, get assists and everything else, he's certainly playable, but I'm just not going to go there today. If you're going to fade him, I mean, against Utah in this type of circumstance is where you would want to fade him. So uh, that's what I'm going to look at there. Donovan Mitchell's okay. He's, I mean, he gets it done. But Denver does have a few guards that, that get up in your chops with Harris and Barton. They will get after you. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, the question is on Utah, is there anybody else to go to? Bogdanovich has been very inconsistent. Um, Conley's been okay. Uh, so I don't really want to go there. I'm, I'm going to pass there. On the Denver side, you know, Jamal Murray's one of my favorite uh, DFS targets, but He's been wildly inconsistent this year. Uh, they've actually put Monte Morris on the floor with him a lot, especially finishing, and it takes the ball out of Murray's hands. Morris brings it up. Murray slides over to the two, and that hurts some of his assists and just you know being involved in more plays. So I'm not going to go there. I, I am still waiting for him to show some consistent uh, performance like he did in the bubble, but... I'm just not going to go there. Um, Will Barton can, you know, pay off value. He's seemed to grab some of those extra minutes with Joe Ingles being out, and he's been consistent. He plays down the stretch. His price is decent. So the only guy I'm really looking at is Will Barton on the Denver side. Now, Paul Millsap has put some games together, I admit it, but I just, I'm not real comfortable going there. He's still split some minutes uh, with some of the guys. So this is going to be my lowest owned game by far with maybe just a one-off uh, with Barton, and that's about it. <clears throat> okay, before we get to the third game, real quickly, I wanted to mention uh, we have a great offer right now. It's through betus.com.pa. If you sign up with them as a first-time uh, depositor for a BetUS account, and you deposit $149, that goes into your BetUS account, and in turn, you get a free membership with us at DFS Coach Talk 
that goes from now all the way until April 1st. So it's a phenomenal deal uh, if, if you do bet on sports. Uh, it's hard to pass up, and it gives you an opportunity to really learn and see what our community is all about. If, you don't, if you're not a sports better, you don't want to go that way, we're also offering that 149 for membership from now until April 1st. If you just want to join for a short period, we have a week, a month, however uh, you want to, to do it. But we'd love to have you. Um, and our community is growing. We have fantastic members. Everybody helps each other out with news. And, you know, we're following everything through uh, lock. And then one step further, especially this year with all of the, uh, the COVID stuff, is we're staying in there throughout the evening because inevitably there's big player news, COVID sittings, game cancellations. There's just more variables than have ever been present in the NBA. So being a part of a group that everybody's eyeballs are on it, uh, we've been able to catch and make some swaps. And all three, DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo have late swaps. So you cannot beat it. Uh, my big ask each show, if you're watching this on YouTube, I'd ask that you please hit that uh, subscribe button. That's extremely important to us. We're growing pretty rapidly, and that really helps us where we come up in searches on YouTube when people are listening, wanting to listen to DFS sports. Uh, while, you, while you do that, please give us the thumbs up and then click that little alert button, a little alarm there. It will let you know when our podcast posts. And we do it in front of the paywall, seven day a week NBA podcast. Uh, so you wanna catch that, that comes out around lunchtime every day. Then we do uh, uh, two podcasts for the NFL now that they're in the playoffs. Uh, where they're going to uh, go over the Saturday-Sunday games. As it shrinks now, we'll go down to one NFL podcast, but uh, those guys are sharp. Uh, it's Andrew Hansen and Shane Caldwell. They're our NFL pros. And then Andrew and I uh, hit a PGA podcast. It comes out on Tuesdays for the Thursday uh, tournament for all four days. Uh, if you're a member, we also give out a Friday night a weekend PGA uh, lineup as well. And we've been smacking PGAs around like nobody's business. So hopefully we finish strong with that today. So that's the ask. Really appreciate that. Uh, you know, if, if you are following us on Twitter, we're at DFS Coach Talk. I'm at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. Andrew is at Language Olympic. And Shane is at D-E-T Sports Shane. So check us out there. If you're listening to us audio-wise through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, please take a second, give us a five-star, a couple of quick words, uh, uh, you know, review. All of that really helps us, again, uh, climb up and, and get more listeners, and we really, really do appreciate that. Uh, you can comment to us on YouTube anytime. We've been getting a lot more of those. We're happy to respond. Uh, and, and talk with you on that stuff. So, all right, appreciate it. That's what I wanted to get going. Um, now we go to game three. It is a nine o'clock start, and it's uh, the Pelicans four and seven, and the Sacramento Kings five and eight. Right now, betus.com.pa has New, Orle New Orleans as a two and a half point road favorite, and this is the, the high game of the night as far as uh, over under, it's 227 and a half. So it's, it, you know, it's, it's higher. We've got 
Uh, the first two games were both 219. This one's 227 and a half, and the last game is 220 and a half. So slight edge here. Defensive efficiency rating right now, this makes it interesting. New Orleans is 10th, Sacramento dead last, the big 3-0. So that gives you some hope for sure. Uh, Pace-wise, though, the Pelicans, which is very surprising to me, are the 26th rated pace. You would think with, you know, uh, those fast guards running the show there from Lonzo to Hart to Walker, you know, to Bledsoe, those guys get up and down, but it's been more of a set it up, uh, you know, ISO Ingram or try to get the ball down into Zion and it slows things up. Um, Sacramento on the other side is 13th and, you know, Fox to me, he reminds me of the younger version of John Wall. I mean, he can get up the floor on a made basket and the camera even can't catch up to him. It's like four dribbles and it's a layup. So he keeps them moving. I think they're going to continue to speed up as well. So let's talk about this game a little bit. It's, you know, this is the trickiest game uh, for me because you've got some moving parts here. Uh, Walker had the one big game and then the huge dud. Now that Bledsoe's back, Alonzo's still out. Um, you know, it, it concerns me with Walker's minutes. I think he's the one that loses the most with the Bledsoe return. I think Josh Hart's minutes are safer, and I think he's a decent play at his price. Uh, he is more of a playmaker, uh, and I think he'll get some minutes. But they have a few guards rotating there, so, you know, it's, it's not a lock and load, but I think he's a decent option. Um, I, re I really like Brandon Ingram tonight. I think, you know, his price is still fair enough. He's not cheap, but he's he's not in the stupid range of prices. So Ingram is, is certainly in play. Uh, also absolutely love Zion in this game. I think this, this fits for him. Um, you know, he's looking pretty good out there. He's getting the minutes. He's getting the touches and usage. Uh, yeah, I definitely think he's a great play tonight. Uh, he's up there at the top of my list. And... Uh, not going to mess with Adams and some of the bench guys. So if I can afford it, you know, the, the duo on teams has worked great uh, for the most part. Last night, oh my goodness, I'll have to mention it anyway. But I wore the black hat, didn't I? Yes, I did. Black hat for C.J. McCollum. Uh, we were hammering it last night and we had C.J. not be able to come out in the set, uh, of the locker room for the second half because he sprained his foot. And we ended up about nine points short of just hammering all of our 50-50s and double-ups and head-to-heads. And losing CJ was rough. So that one definitely hurt. But, you know, we had the CJ-Lillard duo, and they were just murdering it. Lillard did great. And, again, if we would have had CJ come out in the second half, we'd have been good. But I want to do a similar double dip here with the Pelicans. I think... <clears throat> this works out very well. Excuse me. <clears throat> this works out very well, I think, uh, for the style of, of play that Sacramento plays uh, de defensive-wise for Ingram and Zion to both smash. So um, really going to go there a lot. Uh, it's sort of Zion 1, Ingram 1A, and Josh Hart is a possibility um, as a third wheel, 
or if I don't play Ingram and go Williamson and Hart. So looking at that, I like that part of it. On the Sacramento side, uh, you know, De'Aaron Fox has been terrific. His price is high, but, you know, he certainly deserves uh, ownership here. And again, with, with the medium build, not having to pay up for the Joker, not having guys, you know, like Luca and, uh, you know, uh, Harden and Durant and, you know, LeBron and AD, none of those guys are on the, on the card. So, you know, it allows for some of these mid-range guys that I haven't been able to play recently. And De'Aaron Fox is one of them. I think that, uh, you know, he's certainly in play. He's playing with confidence. He had a monster dunk down. I had no idea he could jump like that, but had a monster dunk down the lane. Had to be one of the plays of the week the other day. Um, so he's in consideration. Buddy Hill's coming off just a dynamic game where he was, you know, just played big minutes uh, for all the healed fans, he really got it done. So maybe they're finally going to let him loose. Uh, you know, the guy needs to get minutes and he can shoot. So he's in play here. Um, the only other guy that I would consider would be Rashawn Holmes. I think that he has played uh, really well, very consistent, uh, you know, high floor, uh, not as high of a ceiling, but for cash games, he's really, really steady. So this is my game of the night. Uh, from the side, I like Williams and Ingram and Hart. From the Sacramento side, I like Fox, Hield, and Holmes. So probably 2v2 on this one minimum for me. And it just happens to be that 227 and a half number. And I think these two teams get up and down. They both need a win at four and seven and five and eight. So I think you, you, you want to focus on that game a lot. All right, let's finish up the card here. Uh, we've got the fourth and final game, late night sweat game, 10 o'clock Eastern, Indiana at the LA Clippers. Uh, BetUS.com.pa's uh, latest line is the Clippers minus five and a half and the over under of 220 and a half, uh, which is, was not bad at all. Uh, certainly not going to get Lavert in there, which would have been really fun to see, uh, but that has been delayed. Um, defensive efficiency-wise, Indiana's a very solid seventh. A lot of that is Miles Turner. He's been spectacular uh, in the paint. He, uh, he leads by a mile uh, the league in, in uh, blocked shots. And he's, you know, he's been playing some good ball. Uh, Clippers, on the other hand, again, I know I mention it every day, but I have to. They're 26th. They have Pat Beverly, Paul George, uh, the Claw. I mean, are you kidding me? Abaca. These guys have all made all NBA uh, defensive teams for the season, and they're 26th in defensive efficiency. So I have no idea who's calling their defensive plays or setting up their schemes, but they need to readjust. And, and Nicholas Batum's been playing a lot. He's a great defender. So you got me, but that's what the numbers say. The numbers don't lie. So uh, we've got to figure that one out. If it was uh, football, they'd fire their defensive coordinator, I think, pretty quickly. All right, pace-wise, here's my problem with this game and why it's not a clear a clear uh, stack game for me. I know, you know, onesie-twosie in this for sure, but you have Indiana playing at the 18th pace and the Clippers 28th. So neither team's pushing the ball. You've got great defense on the Indiana side. Uh, you know, a Clippers team that's certainly capable of playing much better defense. 
And, you know, it's the biggest spread of the day at five and a half. Um, so, I'm, you know, I'm not crazy about this game. I think you're going to have <clears throat> people that have salary left are going to, you know, probably try to play Kawhi here. Um, he's been okay. He hasn't had the big ceiling games that we're used to. Uh, Paul George has been a little bit more consistent. And uh, he's, he's really more of the favorite for me in this uh, Clippers side of the ball. Um, Serge Ibaka, I've been putting in play at times, and he does okay. Um, so he he's a, a mention for me. Uh, what I like on this side, again, with this medium build uh, aspect of things, or upper medium, um, you know, what, is, what has been found is with Oladipo being out, uh, they've rotated some different guards in there alongside Brogdon. You know, everybody's getting a little run there. Edmund Sumner has been starting. Aaron Holiday gets in there. T.J. McConnell will come in usually for Brogdon. But, it you know, there's a rotation there. But the, the one constant is Brogdon's been kicking butt. Now, I know that Pat Bev is back, and he's a really good defender. But Brogdon runs the show there. He's been terrific. And, you know, his price is a little high. But I think you need to consider him. Um I'm also interested in both bigs for Indiana. I think Sabonis and Turner, and I'm not a Turner guy usually, but he's been super consistent here, and they're going to need his inside presence. Sabonis has been an all-star. I mean, he's getting it done all over the floor, playing terrific ball. Um, so we'll see who they're going to match up against them. It may be Kawhi. Uh, but, you know, it also may be Batum or even Ibaka. So we'll see how that rolls out. Um, if you want a, a, a very cheap uh, play in this game, you know, I do think uh, Edmund Sumner as a super value play will get solid minutes. And Pat Bev looks to be uh, full steam and back for the Clippers. So, again, you know, a onesie-twosie in this game, uh, a little bit of exposure, but... Uh, I think that New, uh, New Orleans-Sacramento game is the one that, that you need to stack, in my opinion. So that is it. That's what we've got, this four-game slate. Don't forget, if you want to jump in, I'm, uh, we're putting this out uh, in the morning on Sunday. you got plenty of time. Uh, if you want to join the two NFL games that start mid-afternoon, uh, we've got an early uh, afternoon lock for PGA. If you're going to play the final round there, we have some of our lineups up. For the weekend and then of course the NBA if if you want to play that first two game slate at one o'clock New, New York Boston and at three o'clock Chicago Dallas we're going to be posting in discord uh, the lineups uh, for those two so we'd love to have you check us out at dfscoachtalk.com if you have any questions uh, please let me know I'd be happy to answer any of those or help you out wherever I can I've been really enjoying doing some one-on-one -on -one time with our members, uh, really put out, you know, what we call the DFS Coach Talk process, which, you know, uh, all has everything to do with two things, bankroll management and contest selection, which we feel are the one and two most important things uh, that you do even before you build your lineup. So we'd love to go over that with you and have you a part of us. I hope you enjoyed this podcast today. Uh, we will be back Monday through Friday this week with Andrew and I, so looking forward to that. And we have some great NBA slates coming up, today being one of them, and so we're really hoping to do uh, something special. 
So thank you very much for the entire Coach Talk team, Tyler Pitzer, uh, Mr. Shane Caldwell, Joe Stanton, Brett Trimble, Dawson Sarvati, Andrew Hansen, Shane Caldwell, and myself. We really appreciate you. Appreciate you listening in every day. And let's uh, get out there for sure and crush it in DFS.